0: in Blue Nation, it's Tom Brady. I co-founded Autograph with one mission in mind, change the fan experience for the better. That's why I'm excited to announce the release of a new app that recognizes the biggest Michigan fans. The Autograph fandom app gives you access to the best Michigan content, fan challenges, and exclusive rewards for diehard Wolverines, all for doing the things you already do, like listening to this podcast. Head over to the Apple App Store and search for Autograph Rewarding Fans and download today. Hey, just like my good buddy Tom Brady just said, download the app Autograph Rewarding Fans, use my code MFRANT, and start getting rewarded today. All right, go blue. Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the night-before-natty, quick-hitter Podcast. Um, I I had to do this one. I was holding off. uh, It's been a real busy week at work. I'll be honest with you. They've been beating us up. Um, I'll be honest. People have figured out that if you just fly from Michigan or Washington into Austin, it's only a two-hour drive to Houston, and it's like a thousand dollars cheaper to do that than to fly straight through to uh, to Houston. So we have been getting crushed. But let's get into this. I'm a little bit tipsy, just so you know, so this could go off the rails fairly quickly. Um There are some things that have been absolutely annoying me lately. And I just... I, I can't take it anymore. I really can't. And I've been trying to keep, I've been trying to stay composed. I really have. Because I know how I get, uh, look at the big game, pregame Georgia. Look at the big game, pregame TCU. I get overly confident, which I think we all feel that way right now, but we are very scared of feeling that right now because Michigan has been known to shove their heads squarely up their butts when it comes to beating a team they should dismantle. And I'm saying that they should dismantle Washington. I'm not saying this I'm not saying Washington's not good. Washington's very good. Their quarterback's very good, their wide receivers are very good. But I get sick and tired of hearing people do these fucking shows and they keep saying how good they are without really looking at the teams they've played. Now, I understand I made the argument the other night that Clemson and Michigan were very similar, right? You didn't play anybody, you didn't do this, but Clemson won the national title in 2016 and 2018 or 2019, whatever, right? No, 2018, because LSU was 2019. I know I've made that statement. I get it. But when they won the national title, they beat teams like Georgia, like Ohio State. They they went outside of their weak-ass conference and beat teams way better than who they faced throughout the whole season. What I'm saying here with Washington is I thought they had a great passing offense. I really, really did. Then I started looking at shit. Now I'm not saying listen, if Michigan goes out, Michigan goes out and pays no attention to any of that and they put their head squarely up their butt and they attack it like they did it against TCU, Michigan will lose. I'm not saying that they won't, right? But let's just get a real fucking look at what Washington is, okay? Washington has not played. You can look this up on any website you want to, any app you want to. Washington has not played a fucking offense. Well, no, let's see. It's not a top-passing defense. Like I said, I've been drinking, so things are going to get a little squirrely. Uh they have not paid they have not played a top fifty passing defense all season long. Think about that. A top fifty. I'm not saying a top ten. They haven't played a top fifty pass defense all season long. I think uh Oregon was in the eighties. And Texas was in the nineties. Those was the that was the Pac 12 championship game and their fucking semifinal playoff game. Nowhere near the top 10. Michigan is in the number two, I believe. We're the number two passing defense. Not to say that we can't get burned if we play like assholes. I'm not saying that, but much different than playing a team in Oregon that is in, like, the uh, 80s to 90s, because I didn't write. Obviously, I didn't write it down. I screenshotted it for some reason. Like, I'm going to show this on an audio podcast. Oh yeah, ay. And then we all know Texas sucked when it came to their... Their pass defense. We all know it. It was well known. This isn't shocking news. But please do not compare the 92nd pass defense to the number two pass defense in the fucking country. It's an insult. That's like saying, I'm Mr. Olympia. I can't even be Mr. Michelin Tire Guy. I'm not that fat for God's sakes. But still, you get the idea. I mean, it's it's embarrassing. I, I've had enough. I've had enough of this. I was watching this thing called, uh, I don't know, it's the Preferred Walk-On PFF Podcast. These two Dorks have never played a goddamn down in any type of any type of real sport. Now maybe they're the best at a, a war of game of war cast or whatever these dorks play when they're not having sex with women. I don't know whatever it is, but these fucking dorks don't take into account anything. Let's just I got I just gotta get this on my head. Okay they are bagging on JJ. Now listen, JJ, people either love him or hate him, right? And they always say, oh, it's either the Connor Stallions tired trope of, oh, well, he's no good now after they busted Connor Stallions. No one ever brings up that he was injured. And they're like, well, he never said he was injured. Okay, moron. Why the fuck would they come out and say to the whole world, especially all the big teams they were coming up against, and let me remind you, he got he got fucking hurt in the Penn State game. So they're going to tell Ohio State that he's hurt and give them two weeks to fucking deal with that? You think that's what they're going to do? I know Ohio State's backup, Devin whatever his name, number 33, uh, got hurt with a sprained ankle and couldn't make it back into the bowl game against Missouri. But actually, J.J. was legitimately hurt. Played Penn State, Maryland, uh, Ohio State, Iowa. Uh, by the way, Penn State, Ohio State, and Iowa are on the top five total defenses in this whole fucking country. And you're going to tell me that has no bearing on anything like, oh, no, JJ should just slice through butter with these guys. No, 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 no. Uh, Oh, no. uh, Penix is so much better because he went against Oregon, who was in the 90th. Past defense. Oh, and then let's look at this. Oh, let's look at, oh, I I looked up all of Oregon's really tough games. And I kind of narrowed them down to Oregon, uh, Arizona, USC. We all know USC's defense sucks dick. But still, USC's USC. So Oregon, uh, U of A uh, USC, Utah, Oregon state, and Texas, by the way, Arizona state was the one that shut them down the most. And I didn't even include them cause it would be embarrassing that I would even bring that into the conversation because that is laughable that they would, I think, or I think ASU was like three and nine this season. And I'm going to bring that into a conversation why are they even in the national title is what I want to know is because they were gifted playing the worst past defenses in the history of college football, okay? With, with, they have one of the worst defenses ever. If they win this national title, they will have had the worst defense in the history, the history of college football. The college football playoff, the fucking whatever you want to bring up, they have the worst. And it is a disrespect, a blatant disrespect to Joe Burrow and the amazing offense that LSU had in the 2019 national title run to even mention Washington in the same breath. The same breath. They say, well, look what he did. Look what Penix did against uh, Texas. Oh, my God. He had 430 yards and two touchdowns. I think Joe Burrow did that in a quarter and a half against Oklahoma. And that is the same game they use to compare it. They, they blew out Oklahoma so badly. I knew people who were Oklahoma fans that quit watching football. They became Nebraska fans. The disrespect that the disrespect that you would even compare the two. Joe Burrow and LSU dismantled Oklahoma in that playoff game. Michael Penix Jr. and Washington needed every goddamn yard he threw just to beat Texas. Because last time I checked, Oklahoma had no chance in God-given hell that that they had a chance to win that game. But Texas did. Texas went down to the last play of the fucking game. And still, it hit the goddamn receiver in the hands. You cannot compare the two. It's an insult to intelligence and college football. To compare those two teams, it's insulting, and I will not let you do it. Um, It's it's really crazy. So what Michigan's going to do is going to do the same thing they did at Ohio State. It is called the pressure of efficiency. Michigan has no problem running it A thousand times with never passing the ball, never passing the ball, right? Now, obviously, if their defense doesn't show up, that's not a great, that's not a great way to do shit. I get it. I understand it. But with how bad Washington's defense is, I doubt we're going to have a problem doing whatever the F we want to, but still, okay, let's just sit on that for a second. It's so frustrating. I I just it's very frustrating. The the fucking pressure of efficiency. Every time Michigan gets that ball, they're going to eat it up for five to six minutes every drive. So that means that outside of Washington's very good, very successful first first and second uh scripted plays where they score touchdowns usually, right? I'll give them that. They are very good in the first two drives, but against inferior defenses. But still, talent is talent. But if they go long stretches where they did against Texas, where they did against Oregon, where they did against most Arizona, Arizona State, uh, Washington State, there have been plenty, plenty of teams that have held Washington scoreless for long periods of time, but couldn't capitalize on that. Michigan will run it down your fucking throat and continue to do it. Now, (laughs) if you can't match that touchdown, Michigan's run the ball now, a touchdown drive for six minutes. You go three and out. Or you go from the 20 to 20, And you can't score, but you got to kick a field goal. Pressure of efficiency. It becomes greater for every team that passes the ball. Because when we all know, when you pass the ball, two things are bad, one thing is good when you do it. That ball drops, that ball, whatever, it screws you up. Fucking pressure of efficiency. Once Michigan starts turning that into their advantage, you're fucked. And I don't see how Washington is going to get past that. I really don't. Um, Pinnocks, by the way, when you pressure him, he has like a 45, 45% completion percentage when you when he's under pressure. And I watched it against Texas. When Texas actually they didn't sack him, they only got a few pressures on him. But when you made him move, you made him feel a little uncomfortable. He didn't do very well. He didn't. And he had one of the best games I've seen a quarterback have in a long time next to Joe Burrow. But Joe Burrow is on a next level. Let I mean, I feel ashamed for even comparing him to Joe Burrow. But still... When Texas made him feel uncomfortable, he had a lot of incomplete passes. A lot. And that's against the 95th. I've seen it from 92nd to 95th to 110th or 105th passing defense. Passing defense. He should have had 1,000 yards against the 110th. Passing defense, if his wide receivers are so dominant. Listen to everything that the the narrative has been put out there by all media. How great his wide receivers are. I'm not trying to bounce. I'm not trying to bounce them. I'm not trying to say that they suck. They're very, very good. But against the 110th pass defense, and he could only muster two touchdowns in the whole fucking game? Are you nuts? Go back and watch that Joe Burrow game against Oklahoma, and you tell me if you feel ashamed that you even compared him to Michael Penix Jr. Michael Penix Jr. is a joke compared to Joe fucking Burrow. 430 and two touchdowns? I guarantee you, I can't right now tell you what, Joe Burrow threw against Oklahoma, but I think it was like, I think they were at 49 to whatever by halftime. Do not tell me, do not tell me Joe Burrow is the same as Michael Penix Jr. That's an insult to my brain. That's an insult to college fucking football. Do not tell me. And I'm not even saying Michael Pennings Jr. sucks. Because Michael Pennings Jr. is one hell of a fucking quarterback. But he's no fucking Joe Burrow. I'll tell you that much. Um, Let's see here. Oh, uh, there's just... There's so many things that I forgot to mention. But still, like, one thing that made me actually feel really good... I know this is off the rails, but I'm wasted. And I'll tell you, fuck it. I don't care. But um, Jim Harbaugh... And there was a moment right after Alabama kicked that field goal to go up twenty to thirteen against against Phoenix, Jeepers Creepers, um, against Michigan. On the sideline, you will see. Go back and watch it. It's immediate after they kicked the field goal. You'll see Harbaugh walk past JJ McCarthy, and you can tell they were having some type of conversation. And I swear you can see JJ, JJ say, "We got this." That was one of the coolest moments in Michigan history. And for me, it made me feel that much better. It did. I looked at my buddy who was over here, and I was like, that's important. That's important right there. I loved it. I, it and it, it proved it. It, it did. But it just so, it's just so annoying when I've got to deal with such craziness. Now, yes, can Washington win the game? Absolutely. If Michigan doesn't come to play, they don't deserve the national title. The national title's for those who fight their ass off to get it. And I'm telling you that Kalen DeBoer team in Washington is going to come to try and get it. But let's not make them into godlike status because they didn't play anybody that was that great on fucking pass defense. And let's face it, That's all you're talking about. You're not talking about Dylan Johnson, I think his name is. He has, by the way, a high ankle sprain or a broken foot, okay? He came from Mississippi State, so is he really great? He can only make it to Mississippi State and the SEC. If he came from Georgia, Alabama, LSU maybe, I'd be like, yeah, that's a pretty good dude. He made it to Mississippi State. Eh, still, good running back. High ankle sprain, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens going up against that run defense. That happened to dismantle the SEC champion Alabama. I'm sorry, I don't give the Pac-12 that much credit when their fucking conference is dissolving at the end of this game and they're become most of them are becoming Big 10 fucking teams. I'm sorry, I don't quake in the boots when oh my god, the Pac-12, they're so good. By the way, the second best Pac-12 team played fucking Liberty. Oh no, you beat some team that is in the national anthem? Oh, the name of their school's in the national anthem? Oh my God, you beat them? I thought they were a Christian school. If anybody gets confused to think that Liberty's a Christian school, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I don't fucking know. All I can tell you is, you should beat them 45 to 3 or 45 to 6 or where the fuck Oregon beat them by. Don't tell me that's an impressive win when they're just one notch of ahead of a like a, a, a USFL team or a or a intramural hockey team or a, a flag football team for the community college in whatever state you want to pick. Don't tell me that's a great fucking win. Oh, my God. Arizona beat Oklahoma without Dylan Gabriel. Oh, my stars. They beat a, a a team that's renowned for not a defense, even with the guy who came from Clemson, who was the defensive guru. Oh, my stars. Tell me they couldn't have beaten that team. Pick one other fucking Pac-12 team that you were so amazed that they won a game against a great team. And I'm not trying to push the Big Ten by any stretch of the imagination, but at least Ohio State had the majority of their team step out on them, and it still took one of the best offenses in the SEC to finally beat them in the fourth quarter. And I mean, I can't even believe I'm fucking pushing up Ohio State. Penn State at least Chop Robinson wasn't even in the game against Old Miss, and you're going to try and tell me that Oregon's win against Liberty was better than the loss that Penn State had against Old Miss? Go fuck yourself. I don't even know what Oregon would do against Ole Miss. They beat a high school team in Liberty. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. Name another, anyone. one. Who did USC play? A Women's Recreational League football team? I don't know who they played, but the guy, some dude we've never heard of threw for five touchdown passes against who? Utah lost to Northwestern. That goes to show you one of the best defenses in the Pac-fucking-12. Lost to Northwestern. A joke in the Big Ten. We laugh at Northwestern. Just go back and look at and see what Fitzgerald got fired for and know that that was a fucking joke of a team. They were slapping their dicks on dudes and calling it a car wash. And those book nerds who slapped their dicks on other dudes went out and plastered fucking your best defense in the, U- in the fucking Pac-12. Go suck my ding-dong. That is embarrassing. Embarrassing. Go pick another, any one. Just pick one, and I can fucking shit all over your Pac 12. Now, that's not saying Washington can't win, because I am a Michigan fan, and I've seen Michigan go fuck itself out of everything. A uh, uh, prime example TCU. TCU got blown out by, what, 60 points by Georgia, by Georgia? And we lose by, like, six because we give them two pick sixes. Two pick sixes. A uh, a quarterback Philly special on, on the goddamn goal line. By the way, if we had Blake Horum, that play would not have been called. And then we gave it to a linebacker to fucking fumble it on another fucking goal-line call that should have been a touchdown anyways cuz Roman Wilson was in the end zone all those plays needed just so TCU could win the fucking game and by the way all these all these so-called experts are comparing Washington. If they're not comparing Washington to LSU, which those people must be out of their mind on drugs, but then too, they they're going to compare TCU to fucking Washington or Washington to TCU. All because they share the color purple. Do you realize the mental defectancy in people who make the leap and say, oh, well, Washington and TCU both have the color purple. Oh, and by the way, they're both playing Michigan. Oh, there's the, there it is. Oh, look at us. We get paid thousands of dollars to make this lazy ass comparison. Wow, that's amazing. Aren't we great at our job? I am sick of this. And I will probably look back on this podcast tomorrow and be embarrassed. The fact that I even had to say all this shit, but I couldn't keep it in any longer. They have not played. Washington has not played a top 50. Top 50 pass defense all season long. Just to give you, let's go scoring defense. Scoring defense, Michigan number one. Oregon, 10, Texas, 12, Utah, 20, Arizona, 30, Oregon State, 50, USC, 117. Let's go total defense. Michigan, number one, Utah, 17, Oregon, 21, Texas, 28, uh, Oregon State, 46, Arizona, 49, and USC, 114. Past defense, they haven't played anyone in the top mother effing 50. Not taking it away from the talent of this team. But before we start crowning them, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, and John Taylor, let's actually see what they can do against a real fucking team. I mean, people fucking bag on Michigan all the time about not playing anybody hard. But yet, we have played Penn State, Ohio State, Bama, and fucking Iowa. All, by the way, in the top. Well, four of them. What? One, two, three. Three of them are in the top 10 de- total defenses. And one, four of them are in the top 20. That blows away anything Washington's done all season long. All right. I am done ranting like a maniac, which, by the way, was one of the great podcast names ever. But still, I am done ranting like a maniac. Um, It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. Hopefully, after tomorrow, if Michigan comes in and does what I think they will do, which will run the ball, run the ball. And when Washington gets tired, do you realize how demoralizing it is when a team just says, we're going to sit here and we'll tell you what we're going to do? We're going to run this ball. I dare you to stop us. And then when you try to stop it and you can't stop it and you can't stop it and you can't stop it, you know how demoralizing that is for a defense, just for a person in general. If you don't think that has anything to do with the overall arc of the game, I don't know what to tell you. Yes, Michael Penix can show up and drop dimes like, I mean, Nobody's business. Sure. Fine. Let him do it. And if that's what happens, then hell, we got beat by a much better offensive thing. I just don't think that's going to happen. But if it does, hell, hey, listen. He, hey, he threw for 430 yards and two touchdowns against the 95th pass defense in the nation. We should be quaking in our boots. We should. Now, everything that I ever heard going up to this Bama game was the fact that they had nothing but track stars on the side of Alabama. By the way, if you were to do the recruiting depot, like uh they're recruiting stars and all that blah blah whatever horseshit, Alabama's one of the this Alabama team was the greatest or one of the greatest recruited teams in the history of the rankings. But no. No no, we should fear guys who haven't played anyone in the top 50, not even the top 25, not even team 49 in the past defense, but we should be we should be fearful of them. Now listen, can it happen? Sure, I guess so. Fine. Maybe I'm trying to cover all bases at at the same time, still shitting on Washington. Maybe I'm a genius like that. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm a drunken fool. I don't know. I don't care. Because tomorrow ultimately will make me look and make me feel amazing. Or I'll fucking reconsider doing podcasting. It happens every year. But at least this time, it happens in the national title game. Instead of against some bullshit team like TC fucking you, who got blown out against fucking Georgia by 60. It could have been 100 dude the horn they're horned frogs dude horned frogs with ted with al but ted bundy with al bundy ted bundy by the way a fucking graduate of washington university man, mind you and then also too you know, you're gonna say oh but there's plenty of psychos that came from michigan yeah we had the unabomber i'll be honest to tell you Bombing is way cooler than killing young women and then having sex with their dead corpse. I'll tell you that. Now, none of that's cool. I agree with you. That should be whatever. That's reprehensible. And those people should be killed. I agree 100%. But I'll tell you, if you have to go down the psycho lane, Unabomber's way cooler than some dude who hunts down poor poor defenseless girls, kills them, then has sex with their bodies. I'll tell you that. Now you can fast forward to the end of that or skip it all together. I don't care, but I put it I'm putting it in there anyways. Anyway, it is great. <laughs> this is one hell of an episode. This is great to be a Michigan Wolverine and always and forever guys. Go blue.